0: Welcome to Sing the Word, a podcast that explores and promotes gospel-centered, scripturally rich congregational songs for the church. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Nathan Murphan, joined with my two co-hosts. Joshua Roberts. And
1: Rachel Nothnagel.
0: Yes. Yay. Glad we're all back in the studio together. Can we call this a studio? Sure. It kind of smelled funny. It's in the basement.
2: Studios are usually in a basement. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: kind of feels like it, but... We're fancy by our own terms. Anyways, hey, we're going to be talking about a really awesome, exciting congregational song. I would call it a modern hymn. Is that a fair term? Yeah. Modern hymn uh, by City Light, one of our favorite groups. Yet Not I, But Through Christ and Me. I think they wrote it, what, 2018? that sound about Mm -hmm. right? 2018? Mm -hmm. So five years ago, and I'd say it's one of the most popular, one of the... One of the best songs written in the last five I think years.
2: I think it's the best one that they've ever put out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Definitely yeah, their most popular one, yeah. probably.
1: Yeah, it's at the top of their list on Spotify for listens.
0: It's probably one of their gateway songs for people learning about them, I would say. Yeah. just people. It's such a popular song, and a lot of churches are singing it. So we wanted to dive into it today. So, Josh, would you start us off with
2: verse one, and we'll go around the table. <clears throat> what gift of grace is Jesus, my Redeemer, There is no more for heaven now to give. He is my joy, my righteousness and freedom, my steadfast love, my deep and boundless peace. To this I hold, my hope is only Jesus, for my life is wholly bound to his. Oh, how strange and divine, I can sing, all is mine. Yet not I, but through Christ in me.
1: The night is dark, but I am not forsaken, for by my side the Savior he will stay. I labor on in weakness and rejoicing, for in my need his power is displayed. To this I hold, my shepherd will defend me, through the deepest valley he will lead. Oh, the night has been won, and I shall overcome, yet not I, but through Christ in me.
0: No fate I dread, I know I am forgiven. The future, sure, the price it has been paid. For Jesus bled and suffered for my pardon and he was raised to overthrow the grave. To this I hold, my sin has been defeated. Jesus now and ever is my plea. Oh, the chains are released. I can sing, I am free, yet not I, but through Christ in me.
2: With every breath I long to follow Jesus, for he has said that he will bring me home, and day by day I know he will renew me until I stand with joy before the throne. To this I hold, my hope is only Jesus, all the glory evermore to Him. When the race is complete, still my lips shall repeat, yet not I, but through Christ in me. Man, need more songs
0: written with that much depth and simplicity too. Um, We'll save the music stuff for later. Let's talk about this song in general and specifically... um, how about we talk a little bit about City of Light? How about the authors of
2: this song and kind of their process for writing hymns? So, City of Light. City of Light um, <laughs> when they put this song together, 2018, they had been writing together for five years. Mm. Um, so, what does that put them at now? Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. So, um, and and I do think that this is one of their best songs that they did. Um, but but this is what it says on. On here, it says the mission of City of Light is to write simple melodies with biblically rich lyrics. And I think that's plain and simply what they what they do. Um, so they had been writing for a while, and, it, and it's kind of a, from my understanding, it's kind of like a collaborative type of thing. Everyone comes together. Some might be there for this writing session, right. some might not. Just too. whoever is available. Mm-hmm. But they come together with a plan of this is what we want to write about. And they write and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite until they get it just so. So there's a lot of intentionality, that purposefulness that's been put into um, their songs and specifically this song.
0: Right. One thing I've also noticed with City of Light, um, they do—and this is really true for for most songwriters—they have a big emphasis on form, like of how they construct the hymn. This song does not technically have a chorus. I mean, they no. they say on their website, they kind of split up the verses by saying verse one, refrain one. Mm-hmm. But it, it sound, I really think it just sounds more like a chorus line than it actually being a chorus. This is a, f- a four verse song. So they're very big about having songs that fit certain forms and or if it's another song that has choruses and bridges or whatever. Um, they're very um, particular about setting that up how they want it.
2: Yeah, they are, and they say um, they say that that they are not inventing anything new. They're not cutting edge or or anything like that. They are going back hundreds of years and looking at how songs were formed, the songs that the churches sing. That's mm-hmm. why I think it's really very appropriate to call this a modern hymn. That's mm-hmm. that's the way it was written to be a hymn.
1: That's something I admire about City Light as well. Um, that same article you were reading from. They say, we really see ourselves as a local church, first mm-hmm. of all, writing for our people and also praying that God might take these songs out to any of his churches that might be helped by them. And so their their vision is, how can we make songs that are singable for any type of congregation? Mm-hmm. And they even list, like, uh, songs that are churches that only have, you know, one guitar player or one organ or two singers. You know, they want it to be to where any of God's people
2: mm-hmm. can
1: sing these songs. So they're really accessible. Yes, that's
2: good. They don't have a huge range. No. Nope. Um, and in fact, I think that this one has a bigger range than some of the ones we were singing a City of the Light song on Sunday, and I actually got, I was, I was thinking, I wonder if our church is going to like this. It's such a limited. I think it's only six notes, seven notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they they've ended up liking it. We've sung it three weeks now. So, anyways, but but this one, it it's got a little bit more than that. But, but which it's one always, did you do for your church? Just like out here. Uh, Good and gracious King, mm-hmm. I like that's that. a good one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one, the yet not I. Let's see. Their original key is C. I think goes mm-hmm. up to up to a high C, and then it goes down to a low A. So an mm-hmm. a tenth, yeah. so an octave, and two more steps below that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it is a slightly bigger, but it's not like an unapproachable song by any means.
2: Yeah. So switching gears from talking about the 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 music of it, I want to talk about a little bit of an introduction to how they put this stuff together. Um, They're quoted as saying deep truths about the gospel take time to get a grip on, and the songwriter must take the time to do it in order to bless the church. We Mm. are feeding the church. Mm. We need to feel the weight of that. What we put in the mouths of the body of Christ has the power to either strengthen a believer or distort their theology. Mm -hmm. We would argue that because of the way songs stay in people's minds, we have a responsibility, just like the preacher, delivering a sermon. In fact, it could be argued that the songs need even more care Mm -hmm. than the sermon. And it took them 12 weeks to write the song.
0: Hmm. I'm trying to—I mean— in some ways, that's not very long, but in some ways it is very long because some guys can write it, you know, in a couple days. And I've also heard some people, like, they do a song and then they put it away for a few years. So mm-hmm. I, I wonder what that – is That is that like an average time or if that's long uh, no, for them? No, it seemed
2: like it It was one that they meant oh, – the, the context here makes it seem like that that was – that it was a long process. Mm-hmm. So. Very good. So let's talk more specifically about
0: – the song now that we've got kind of a background of City of Light and their um, processes and who, who are writing their songs. Um, Yet not I, but through Christ in me is a, is a recurring phrase. Obviously, if you've heard the song, you know that every verse ends with that phrase, and that's kind of why the title was – that's why that's the title. Um, a couple of verses that came to my mind, and I'm sure you guys have thought of these too. Um, Rachel, did you – I'm assuming you came up with Galatians 2.20 – and right. You want to? How yeah, about you read <laughs> you read Galatians two twenty, Rachel, and sure. I'm going to read another verse that came to my mind, which was First Corinthians fifteen eight okay, through ten. But Galatians
1: you two twenty says, "I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me."
0: And this is First Corinthians fifteen eight through ten. Uh, This is Paul speaking. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. Here it is verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that was in me, that is with me. So, kind of a combination of both what you just read, Rachel, and that, I think, is where a lot of the theology, the scripturally rich stuff, uh, I think those two passages are what fuel the thought of this song. So, how about we uh, go ahead and dive into verse 1, then, now that we've got all that background settled. So, let's talk. What gift of grace is Jesus my Redeemer? There There is no more for heaven now to give.
1: I thought of two um, pretty different passages, but Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, um, that salvation is a gift through mm-hmm. what Christ has done, and then there is no more for heaven now to give, um, reminded me actually of um, the account of Abraham and Isaac in yeah. Genesis 22, um, how God provided for... Mm, um, the sacrifice. Yes, the sacrifice, and there is a, um, a, a part in it that I always think of. Um, <laughs> Isaac says my father. And he said, here I am, son. He said, behold, the fire and the wood. But where's the lamb <laughs> for a burnt offering? Mm-hmm. And Abraham said, God will provide for himself mm-hmm. the lamb Very for good. the burnt offering, my son. And then we see later um, um of, of God's responding to Abraham saying, "See, seeing how you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. And so, of course, we can see um, parallels to the story of, of, of course, Christ coming for us. But I just thought of there is no more for heaven now to give, that um, that is the ultimate gift. And I just always come back to Genesis 22.
0: That's a very good connection. There is no more for heaven. There is, we've said this in so many of our other songs, mm-hmm. the finality of Christ come in the flesh is God's full and final revelation of himself, God's full and final um Atonement for the sins of his people.
1: We're, comes in we're talking There's about a, intentionality of of city of light, yeah. which is of course there, but I think of the intentionality of of, of God giving His Son. We see it in Genesis twenty two, which was thousands of years before He would actually come. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's a that's something to remember that God was so intentional, and it wasn't it wasn't a a, mm-hmm. a scrambled up plan in response to sin, but that mm-hmm. Christ was always the plan.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. Another thing I think about in those first two lines, um, I don't have it in front of me, but it's that it's that Puritan prayer that I referred to a, a few weeks ago, um, the gift of gifts. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think I don't know. You know, obviously we want to we want to be you know talk about scripturally rich, but this Puritan prayer from Valley Vision called the gift of gifts is so helpful. The last two lines of that prayer say this, um, in. In Him you have given so much that heaven can give no more. Mm. I I really think, I mean, that's where they got the inspiration. Uh, There's something about that that just, that connection is so powerful. What gift of grace? Grace is a gift.
2: Yeah, well, gift of grace also, you know, we quote a lot of times Romans 3.23, but it's one of those verses that we forget about the one right after it. It actually says Mm. we are justified by his gift of grace mm-hmm. through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So mm-hmm. that first line is almost like a re a paraphrase of Romans 3 24. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, mm-hmm. But also I, I I take that there is no more for heaven now to give. A little different in in the fact that I think of uh Romans 817, if children then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, mm-hmm. uh and and we we have everything Mm -hmm. that or we will receive one day, Mm -hmm. um, everything that heaven has to offer because we are joint heirs with Christ. That means we take possession of it.
1: And Mm -hmm.
2: um, that's a beautiful thought, I think. Yes.
1: I think that goes in line with the third part. He is my joy, my righteousness and freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that in that gift, we get to partake in. Mm -hmm. Uh, What God has done, he's given to me as his child. So um, no longer my my filthy rags but his righteousness um, no longer my um maybe depression anxiety worry but my joy mm-hmm. it's a gift to us
0: I think those next yeah that he is my joy and my steadfast love lines are kind of the answer and explanation of what why has why has why does heaven is. have no more to give right, right well he's my joy he's my righteousness my freedom he's my my steadfast love that I have, my peace that is not only deep but boundless. I mean, just it, there's it's just an explanation, a further uh, thought of that. Um, here's a question, and I really don't have much critique of this song, but this is more of a probing question that kind of is a, is a more big-picture question with congregational songs. What do you guys think about—this might be a little bit of a softball, but here you go. Is it wrong or less than helpful to sing songs with
2: personal pronouns? Like I, me, and mine, you see personal pronouns in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. So if if it's but aren't wrong, we supposed to
0: emphasize the? I'm playing devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah, trust I know me. you are. Uh, aren't but, we supposed to emphasize the corporate nature of our salvation—that
2: we are God's people and He has redeemed us? But does
1: that have to be in every song?
2: It doesn't. I, I don't think it does. This <laughs> one is a song that that personalizes. Uh, Christ in me, mm-hmm. but but that's 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 scripture, mm-hmm. you, you know. Christ in me, Christ in us. I know is what we say sometimes, but right. um, it, it, the, actually the the thing that they wanted to do was they wanted to look into the idea of what it meant for Christ Christ to dwell in us mm-hmm. and um, explore that. So I I don't know. I mean, the Psalms, the Psalms are very many times have. Personal, personal pronouns. Mm-hmm. They jump back and forth and that's a lesson for us in our churches that we need to to utilize both.
0: Nice. Very good. Um and I think like you mentioned for making it personal, my joy, my righteousness. Yeah. That leads us into to this I hold my hope, my life um you know, Christ in me. That that's where we get that personal progression there. For my life is holy bound is is wholly bound to his. And uh, my hope is only Jesus. We we just we see that going forward. I, I love that line. To this, I hold my hope is only Jesus. For my life is wholly bound to His. Hmm. That, theologically, I think dives into the doctrine of our union with Christ. A couple of verses that um, explain that doctrine. Uh, I thought of were Colossians 3, verse 3. You
1: stole it. I'm That's sorry. That's what I was going to read. Uh, well, then how about you read it? Because
0: I've got another one. I've oh, got Oh, I had one. another
1: one too, but it's probably what well, you chose. You, so. you
0: you read it, and then you tell me what the second one. We'll okay. see if we pick the same one. Colossians
1: it's, 3, 3 says, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 What was um, What was your second one? You
1: were gonna do Um my other line. one was just like actually like just Romans six, dead to sin, alive in Christ. Go ahead. Um is that Go okay. ahead. Okay, okay. It wasn't what I had. So go I, ahead. I need to flip there. No.
0: That the Colossians three one was the main one that came up. Yes, I that thought was of another, another woman, main one. But um yeah, you go ahead and read that if you want to.
1: I don't know that it directly ties in so much as I, I thought of the chapter as a whole because mm-hmm. it is talking about union with Christ because we are dead to sin. Yeah. Um, I thought of the first part um, when it's talking about baptism. So we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So we're joining Christ in life. And um, yeah, I don't know if that made any sense, but there is a connection to me. Yes, there
0: is. (laughs) There very much is. That's that's our identity with Christ. Um, Another thought I had was, is this? Very, I actually thought it was a Psalm verse that Paul quotes, but it's actually a poem from one of the Greek philosophers. It makes sense. Acts seventeen verse twenty eight. It says, oh. "For in Him we live and move and mm-hmm. have our being." I thought that that was quoting a Psalm, but I was researching. Mm-hmm. I was looking up verses for this podcast. It's actually probably what does it say? It looks. It looks like some Greek. Poet that Paul's actually quoting. And this is at Mars Hill. Yeah. He's using their own, their own stuff. Their own philosophy of thought. Um, but anyways, I mean it's it's scripture now, so I'm gonna say scripture because <laughs> we have we have Acts 17. But uh, we all of our life is tied to Christ's. We 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 identify with him and we find our identity in him, and that's why we can say I can sing all is mine. That's what you were talking about Josh that yeah. We are joint heirs. We have all things um, because we're we're tethered all with is mine. Christ, yeah. yet not I but, but through, through Christ. Christ in me. That's and that we'll get to that formula in yeah. a second, but real quick on the all is mine. Another verse I thought of was the the beatitude. Mm-hmm. Blessed are the meek mm-hmm. for they shall inherit the earth. You know, whenever we were going through the beatitudes with my students, sorry, little tangent here. And I and preparing for this one I'm like this Meekness seems like kind of the Hmm. the weakest link of like what I want to you know what you would want like as far as reaping the benefits of that beatitude, but it's based off of Psalm thirty seven and the meek, the humble will inherit the land. Will inherit the land, Hmm. and and talking about thinking about that that in Christ we will one day be co heirs and co rulers over the new creation with Him. We will literally have all things because Christ is over all things and He is all in all. that's just a further blessing of being uh, tied to Christ, being one with Him because of what He's done. Um, so,
2: Yeah, I think also something about this verse makes me think about Hebrews um, 12 to uh, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter or author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising its shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I think that maybe part of the reason why it, it ties into me is, first of all, it, it mentions joy. And, you know, we say, he is my joy. And, mm-hmm. and then we look at the example of what his joy is. It was a joy that was set before him. Um, and and he, he endured the hardships and all. And and then also, you know, like you were saying, I can sing all his mind. Well, he's seated at the right hand of the throne of God, mm-hmm. um, where one day we will, we will join him um, there. But also, For my life is wholly bound to His. Our entire life is focused in on Jesus, and and it says they are looking to Jesus, Mm. the author and perfecter of our faith. Um, I love that verse anyway, so maybe it's just that I like the verse and I'm trying to make it fit, but um, something about it all just ties together for me.
1: Mm.
0: One other thought I have kind of with verse 1, we need to probably start moving ahead, but I love the poetry uh, that this is it's one of my favorite lines of the song oh how strange and divine mm-hmm. I can sing all all is mine I think I like it just because it rhymes nicely in the English language but it's also you mentioned Josh how City of Light's really trying to hearken back to the old hymns yep. and I, I know I've heard them kind of do similar things in other uh, other songs that they've done I love it's silly but I love the word oh you know, there's just so many, first of all, psalms that use, whether it's just O or OH, bless the Lord, O my soul. It's it's just kind of a, it's a very human experience word to say, oh. It's like an exclamation. Yeah, it exclamation. adds an emotion it into adds a, the phrase. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that that's, yeah. that's something that, like you said, they're intentionally doing it. I just yeah. think that's, oh, how strange and divine. I can sing all is mine. It just kind of adds that human Experience that that ex- experiential feeling, that human emotion, that I don't know. I just love that and strange and divine. I, whenever you ever seen those words next to each yeah. other in a song, and
2: the, the strange and divine part, I think that actually we're we're looking at those two lines as two separate lines, but it, it's I, I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, how strange and divine! I can sing, all is mine yet not I, mm-hmm. but through Christ in me. That whole. Thought. Together mm-hmm. is both strange and divine mm-hmm. and wonderful, and, and it causes a lot of emotion mm-hmm. within us.
0: Very good. Let's keep going to verse two. I
2: think this verse has to, it, it, it,
0: it, um, it touches on the topic of suffering, of darkness, of trials in our life. Um, the, uh, the first thing I thought of, well, we'll get to, we'll get to. The, the one I really thought of, but, um, second Corinthians chapter 12, talking about my grace is sufficient for my power is made perfect in weakness. And, and obviously we'll get to the, mm-hmm. the text. Um, you guys want to jump in beginning of verse two
2: anywhere? Um, yeah, it, it talks about the night is dark, but I'm not forsaken. Um, Luke talks about how, uh, Giving light to those who sit in the darkness, Luke 1. But then also John 1 talks mm-hmm. about how the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we think about that often, I guess when we get closer to Christmas time, for some reason, these two verses mm-hmm. come out. But uh the <laughs> night the is dark, but I'm not forsaken. Um, for by my side the Savior He will stay. Of course, that also uh, reminds us he'll never leave us or forsake mm-hmm. us. But uh, Psalm 118.6 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what can man do mm-hmm. to me. Um, all of that, you know, for by my side, the Savior, he will stay. Mm-hmm. He's there.
1: That's the line that I was focusing on, and I thought of Isaiah three two. Mm-hmm. It says, When you pass through the waters, mm-hmm. I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, mm-hmm. and the flames shall not consume you. So it's it's this guarantee. It's when. It's certain. Mm-hmm. You will walk through the fire. The, the flood is coming. The trial is coming. Um, but what's also a guarantee is, is his presence with us. Right. Um, later on it says, fear not, for I am with you. Um, yeah, his promised presence. He never said that darkness wasn't going to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said that he was going to be there.
0: Or, you know, God's word is very much realistic. It, it, it is it is mm-hmm. a is a perfect um, explanation of reality that this world is not all sunshine and rainbows and fuzzies and butterflies. It is dark. Mm-hmm. We live in a fallen world because of sin and because we are we apart from Christ, we're one with Adam, where we inherit we inherit sin because of our elder brother. But in Christ, then we have all things. We have new life. We have redemption. I I love um, you talked about Christ's presence, and and we also see that in the Great Commission, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
0: And talking about all authority has been on earth and heaven is given to me, and we go in from there and talk about go and make disciples, teach them all I've commanded you, and lo and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Um, We see that there. Then we go on to, I labor on in weakness and rejoicing for in my need, his power is displayed. That's kind of what I was trying to say earlier with the, I I jumped the gun a little bit. Sorry. The (laughs) second Corinthians 12. Yeah. We're we're talking about the thorn in, in Paul's side that the Lord had given him. And, God's answer was, my grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. For my power is made perfect in your weakness. These
1: two lines, uh, I guess if we're skipping ahead, Sorry. <laughs> I labor on in weakness and rejoicing for my need as power is displayed. Uh, I just got done reading Pilgrim's Progress for oh, the very cool. first time. Yeah,
2: really? And
1: uh, I, I, I did have to read it in modern English. <laughs> but it was, I mean, every other page I was stopping and taking this in because these two lines go perfectly with the whole they story. Do. Yeah. I labor on in weakness and rejoicing for in my need of his powers displayed. And I, I think of even with the last verse we just talked about, about peace, um, my favorite part of the whole book is when, um, I don't even remember which character it was, but somebody asked Christian, the main character, um, what did you find at the cross? And his simple answer is, I found peace.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: That's Very part good. of the book. Oh, my.
2: Goodness. <laughs> wow. And it's
1: before he reaches the celestial city. It's before right. he even gets there.
2: Wow. That's good. good.
0: That's yeah. right. So I
1: labor man. on in weakness and rejoicing. That's that's the whole story of Pilgrim's Progress
0: right there. While we're still talking about think about John Bunyan, that dude was uneducated, <laughs> wrote this from a prison. Like, mm-hmm. man, God gave us a gift in John Bunyan. A prison
1: that he could have left at any moment if mm-hmm. he would have agreed that he was going to stop mm-hmm. preaching, Stopped and preaching. he would not do mm-hmm. it.
0: Mm-hmm yes i labor on in weakness and rejoicing I you know labor
2: yeah ephesians 5:8 tells us we were once in darkness but now we're light in the lord walk as children of light it's mm-hmm. a command there to walk as children of light and a lot of times we think of that as not you know going into to sin and stuff but i think that it also means that while we're laboring remember that we are children of the light while we're in the darkness, remember that even the darkness is day to the Lord, mm-hmm. and we're His children. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it It's just, yeah, I, we we labor in our weakness, but um, it's all about Him in those moments, you mm-hmm. know. And in a positive sense,
0: too, with the word labor, the Christian life in, is not a life of coasting either. Mm-hmm. It, it is a life of laboring, work, service for the sake of Christ's kingdom um, and we continue to walk we continue to work in faith for his cause to share the gospel to you know for for the edification the building up of the saints right mm. we labor on in weakness we have we have so many weaknesses personal and we we all share some weaknesses too but we we do this you know sorrowful yet always rejoicing right another yeah. another passage let's keep let's go on to that second half to this I hold. There's that repeated phrase, to yep. this I hold, little chunk, little nugget of wisdom, little truth. My shepherd, capital S, shepherd will defend me through the deepest valley he will lead. You got to think of Psalm 23 when you hear that. At least for I do. Sure. I mean, yeah. for sure. Can Even I say I walk something the
1: about the to this I hold part that repeats? Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of Lamentations 3. Yeah. And
0: how yes,
1: the yes, entire yes, time...
0: Mm-hmm. Very
1: good. He, he's going through this, you know, that my flesh and my skin is wasting away. Wormwood and <laughs> the gall. Yes. <laughs> and, and he says, word. yeah, so remember my afflictions and my wanderings the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed, out, bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Mm-hmm. Really reminds me of to this I hold. Right. It, it kind of encapsulates that.
0: Very good. That's a great, great way to put that in for all those verses.
2: So we've been talking up to this point how the Savior's at our side, um, but but now it, it switches to how he's he's defending and leading us. Mm-hmm. Um, Action and, and he's actually it's not he's actually leading us through this valley mm-hmm. um, that we labor on in weakness and rejoicing. Um, and I know you said that about Psalm twenty three, but there's another Psalm that comes to mind. Uh, about the, how the shepherd will defend me, um, Oh, Lord, how many are my foes? Mm. Many are rising up against me. Psalm three. Many are mm. saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. But Thou, O oh Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, love that we're actually lifter singing of that. My head. Yeah, we're we're singing that song that nice. Brooklyn Tab did this oh, my Sunday at church. Yeah. So I, that's why I switched all of a sudden to King James version while I was reading it. But um, the the lifter of my head, and and when we think about lifting up our heads, then then whatever we're surrounded by in this world, we kind of look past it and just see our our savior there. So
0: mm-hmm. to go back to Psalm twenty three, sorry, I have to go back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shepherd will defend me. You think about. You know where is that in Psalm twenty three? For you are with me, your rod and your staff they comfort me. So rod and staff, you think of a shepherd. You know he <laughs> there's a sheep walking off this mm-hmm. way, you know, get back here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or also um, you know something that he has as a weapon too, like yeah. he, to fight off the wolves coming at the sheep. Yeah, there's a so there's a there's a there's a defense there, but also a a leading like we talked about the. My by my side, the Savior He will stay through the valley. He will lead me, like here, go this way, go through these doors, like a shepherd would. There's that. There's that imagery there. I just I had to say that. Sorry.
1: And then it <laughs> says they comfort me. So like His protection brings comfort, mm-hmm. and that yeah, that goes back to peace mm-hmm. too. But. Peace,
0: right? Oh, the night has been won, and I shall overcome. Yet not I, but through Christ in me. He throws that in there. I love every time the formula for those last. We're seeing, you know, eight lines per verse on that seventh and eighth line. It, it tells us something that we have or it might seem like saying this line would, would would uh it come across as I did this or I have this because I worked something up in my mind to declare that I have this over myself. You know, oh, the night has been won. I shall overcome. Yet not I, but through Christ in me. It's something that we cannot produce in ourselves, something that was given as a gift of grace, something that was given to us in kindness by Christ yeah, and, and it's by his not power. Just,
2: it's not just about overcoming the the trials, too. Mm-hmm. It's also about overcoming sin. Um we're we're going back to reminding ourselves of what was said the first verse, um, gift of grace. Um blessed is the man, Psalm thirty-two, blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. But um, or actually, I should have read verse 1. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Oh, the night has been won, and I shall overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, even for the one, whether it's struggling with, you know, James talks about struggling with trials, and then he got, jumps right into struggling with sin. Um, whether it's trials or sin, one day mm-hmm. we are going to overcome all of these things. Right. And um, But it's not through us. It's through Christ.
0: Through mm-hmm. Christ and me. Any other thoughts on verse 2? Verse 3 it is. This one for me, the kind of heading that I wrote next to verse 3 was, this is where we get talking about the atonement. Mm -hmm. We talk about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We talk about life in Christ, the resurrection life that we have in Jesus. So let's dive in. No fate I dread. I know I am forgiven. Future sure, the price it has been paid. Going on from there.
1: That no fate I dread, um, I think of how the unbeliever rightfully does fear the future. But mm. because of what Christ has done, I don't have to fear the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a fate that is that is waiting for me mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a negative sense. Um, because for the unbeliever, there is no certainty um, without God, of course. Right. And so eternity is not something to look forward to if you are not covered by Christ's blood.
0: Yeah, um, even the word fate you yeah. know, is not a sure thing. And people can come up with all kinds of concoctions of what... Fate they are going to have later mm-hmm. in life. Everyone, everyone has an eschatology or mm-hmm. is apocalyptic in their own minds. They have they have an idea of what life is going to be like after death.
1: Yeah, but I mean, now eternity is is something we can look forward to, not something to run away from. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that that word, what you that's just good. said, is kind of negative. That fate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we don't run away from it.
0: Yes, and then to tie it specifically, you know, to Christ. No fate, I need dread because I know I'm adding words, obviously, mm-hmm. because I know I'm forgiven. There's that, the personal, um, the tying of it to our guilt and shame over past, present, future sin. No fate, I dread. Mm-hmm. Despite my sin, I know I'm forgiven. The future is sure because of what Christ has done for me. He's paid the price for me. Uh, there's that tie in there. Um, you have anything added add to
2: that, Josh? Well, or going um, forward, yeah, we can go forward, but I, I will say um, Isaiah 53, where it talks about how his, by his wounds we are healed. Um, if you read that whole chapter and you see all of the things that he bore for us, he was oppressed, he was afflicted, um, he was led like slaughter, he, he, he faced a judgment and oppression, mm-hmm. um, uh, grave and wicked and uh, death and violence, and all this, these words are there there. Um, we don't fear those things. this mm-hmm. is not our fate mm-hmm. it's because he's he's taken them so the future isn't going to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be uh, accounted righteous. we're going to be accounted righteous which is what you know mm-hmm. he says the price it has been paid that's all right there in Isaiah 53 mm-hmm. make the many righteous mm-hmm. yet it was
0: the will of the father to crush him he has put him to grief. Mm. For Jesus bled and suffered for my pardon. I mean, the word pardon. You know, the, you think of you know a, a a president or a king granting pardon or or amnesty or whatever. You know, pardon. That's a strong word. That implies we were treasonous before God. Mm-hmm. Like we we were rebels. We we were very much at enmity with God. Suffered for my pardon, my releasing of the guilt, the price I had to pay for for atonements. Jesus bled and died for that. And then I love how it goes, and he was raised. It didn't stop there. Mm -hmm. Bled, suffered, and was raised to overthrow the grave. The verse I thought of on that raised uh, line was of Romans uh, chapter 4, the end of chapter 4. So 24 and 25 uh, says this, it will be counted to us who believe in Him yeah. who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. God raised Him from the dead to overthrow the grave. You know, And then we talk about the enemies are sin and death. So He says overthrow the grave. Well, in a sense, they're kind of tied together. Um, Suffered for my pardon. He was raised to overthrow the grave for our justification. So then we get forward and we see this, to this I hold my sin has been defeated. And uh, Josh, you mentioned earlier, because Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Jesus now and ever is my plea. We're joint heirs with him. We look to him. He He is our great high priest. He's our advocate. He's at the right hand of God. His, his very it's, it's not even like, you know, I've, I've made the mistake in my past of thinking like when it says, you know, it does say John or Jesus did say in John 17, I am praying for them or I am praying for you to his disciples. But in a sense, like even just Jesus very presence at the right hand of God, whether that includes words or not to the father, the very presence of the God man at the right hand of the father is our plea. Mm-hmm. That is enough of a plea that Jesus was the, the 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 perfect sacrifice the perfect god man to accomplish salvation for God's people. He's our plea now and in eternity. He's there and he's our plea. Um
2: I always think about I this I, I always think about one day coming up to, you know, uh coming up to heaven and um just this idea of I, I know that this is simple, but this idea of someone saying um well, why why should I let you in? And me saying you shouldn't, but Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus suffered for me. He, you know, and, and saying and basically there, uh, right there, you know, why should I be let in because of Jesus? He's mm-hmm. my only plea. When I stand before that judgment, um, mm. that's the only plea I'll have, Jesus.
1: That reminds me of Have you guys heard? Yes, Alistair I know Begg? what you're gonna say because
2: <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say it too. Go oh, ahead, man. Yes, okay, that is um, so good.
1: <laughs> I have it like taped to my laptop because I, I love, love it. it. Um, but Alistair Begg has a sermon um, that has been, you know, uh, cut a lot. Now the whole sermon mm-hmm. is so good mm. I've listened to it several times but I do come back to that maybe two to five minute mm-hmm. um, video of it um, where he says uh, the 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 man who was killed alongside Jesus on the on the cross mm-hmm. the the thief um yeah. the man on the middle cross said I could come that's yeah. his response. Mm-hmm. Um, to well, why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you,
0: Were you baptized? <laughs> Do you
1: know the doctrines of justification? justification.
0: Let me go. <laughs> let me go see my my manager. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no. Well, the the man on the middle cross awesome. said I could come, <laughs> and that
0: was enough. Isn't that yes. awesome? Uh, then we get on to the here, here's the the word O oh, and then the the yet not I part. Oh, the chains are released. I can sing. I am free. Yet not I. Again, (laughs) but through Christ in me. I think this is such an important thing for us right now to remember as Christians, um, saint yet sinner in this this life right now. We are free in Christ. Mm. We don't have to follow the passions of our flesh and our sinful desires. Christ has declared us free, so we should walk in that freedom. Mm-hmm. It's not something that, oh, I broke these chains off myself or I am free because of my own determinate will to um, triumph over this sin that has has locked down on my life. Christ already has done that. Mm-hmm. He has disarmed the rulers and authorities as uh, um, the the spiritual powers as, as as Colossians 2 talks about or one and two, I can't remember. Christ has done that. He's declared us free. He's declared us righteous. So now walk in that. This is something that you, again, could not have done apart from Christ. Yet not I, but through Christ in me, I can sing. I am free. And we can say that now, and we will definitely say it when we're glorified uh, before his face on that last day. But we can sing that now. Chains are released. And that is such an encouragement when we're... (laughs) You've, you've had a rough week in mm, sin mm. or in um, family life or whatever it may be. You come in um, sin-laden, and you know you know what you've done. The chains are released. I can sing I am free. What an encouragement, a balm that is to hear, I don't need to follow in this. I'm already freed. Why would I walk back into this mm. jail? I'm already freed.
2: You know, there's lots of things in this verse that makes me think of a passage that's often quoted at funerals. Psalm 116, 15 and following says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his Mm -hmm. saints. So we're talking about death, no fate I dread, uh, the future sure, uh, and that's why it can be precious. It's precious to the Lord because we're coming home to him, but it also can be precious to us. Uh, I've been able to be with uh, many church members through the years when they have passed away, and and when there's a strong faith, there's always this overwhelming sense of peace in the room, um, and it just makes me think of this precious. But it, that that verse, those verses go on, and it says, "Oh Lord, I'm your servant. I'm your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds." So that's another part that's in there, that's in this mm-hmm. pass or in this verse. verse yeah. And then it says, "So I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of." the Lord Jesus now and ever is my play. And it, mm-hmm. it just ties all these things together into a nice package right there, Psalm 116. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, for
0: the sake of time, let's just go ahead and finish with verse 4 and mm-hmm. that tag. With Now we get to the practicality. With every breath I long to follow Jesus, and day by day I know He will renew me. Those are the things of our desire or, or the the continuation of living as a Christian on this earth before before we die. But then in between those lines, we have the, the uh, what's the word, the reality of what's coming in the future. For he has said that he will bring me home. He will deliver us. He will bring me to heaven. And then also I will stand with joy before the throne. Um, let's I, talk about that. A I think
1: bit. I think this line might be my my very favorite line in the whole thing, for mm-hmm. he has said that he will bring me home. Because mm. every time we sing this at church, that's that's the line I'm anticipating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it makes me think of like well, everything that we I have endured um, mm-hmm. is going to just be part of the former things that have passed away, that right. it says in Revelation. But um, I also think of John 14, um, that Jesus has prepared a place for us um, where he says, where I am, you may be also. Mm-hmm. And so the whole goal is for us to be with him. Um, so yeah, every time I sing this song, every every single time, I'm like, I'm waiting for that part that I can sing for he has said that he will bring me home. That yeah. kind of
0: reminds me of uh, the other City Light song that we've not done yet, Christ is mine forevermore. Oh, yeah. The, and he has said he will deliver okay. deliver safely to the golden shore. I love that line too. Just made me think of that. Another passage I thought of was Romans 12, talking specifically about day by day being renewed by God. Romans 12, um, verses, um, or verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect.
1: I love how those lines are. Right next to each other, for he has said that he will bring me home to so the future, and then day by day, I know he will renew Separates me, so right now, too. Day by day, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's another um, place that we can observe their intentionality with this song, um, mm-hmm. because I can look forward to the future where, you know, my, uh, my body will be perfect, so I don't have to be in pain anymore. You know, any type of uh, dissension or, uh, you know, divides in relationships, they're gone mm-hmm. um, in perfection, um, but then... What do I do now? (laughs) So day by day, I know he will renew renew me, and I know he will, but he also is currently. So it's that lifelong process of sanctification.
0: Yes, very good. Anything to add, Josh, to that part before we keep going?
2: Which one are we talking about, right? Day by day? So we haven't (laughs) jumped into the until I stand yet. um, I'm glad you're listening to me. (laughs) I was listening, but I'm anxious to go to the next thing. You can take us there. Until I stand with joy before the throne. Okay, Mm -hmm. so first of all... Um, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said he'll bring me home. His words will mm. not pass away. Mm. Uh, day by day, he will renew me. Um, I think about Psalm 51 because it says, you know, uh, restore to me the joy of your salvation. So mm. each, each day as I continually go through life, um, uh, I need renewal. I need um, uh, forgiveness, all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but until I stand with joy before the throne goes back again to looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith mm-hmm. before the joy set before him. And we have that um, example in him that we are looking forward to that joy. Mm-hmm. And that's why we can um, continue to go through day by day. That's why we can even say, with every breath, I long to follow Jesus. That's kind of a hard Word to mm-hmm. say, I long to follow Jesus with every, with every breath. breath. Well, maybe not.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of convicting it, every it time. It is. It's seems very like, convicting. Do I do
2: this? But but I love that that it again it goes back to His words, not mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. He said that He'll bring me home. So all that secure, and we have and motivation a, to follow yeah, Him. and there is a that. joy that mm-hmm. is set before us as well mm-hmm. that we are coming very good. home. Yes,
0: and then You're it says coming to home. yes over there mm-hmm. to this I hold my hope is only Jesus hey we said that already in verse one notice that they just it's too good to say that line so let's just use it in the verse in the verse 4 <laughs> to this I hold my hope is only Jesus. All the glory evermore to Him. I raised my hands and I said that. Yeah. I feel like that's the, the one line Or I feel... like the glory I can, wave. I can, I can feel the <laughs> hand-raising vibe is starting at this point. Glory wave. If you haven't at this point... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Now's a good time. Yeah. All the glory evermore to Him. When... The, I love this. It just talks about, like we just did in verse 4, the perseverance of our faith. I long to follow Jesus. He renews me day by day. And then it does that again here. When the race is complete, so race of life, still my lips shall repeat, yet not I, but through Christ in me. This whole fourth verse, guys, reminds me so much of Jesus paid it all. Mm-hmm. That, last, that fourth verse of Jesus paid it all. And when before the throne I stand mm-hmm. in him complete, Jesus just died. died my soul. T- Look at the words. Okay, you, yeah. oh, this is the connection <laughs> I made. My lips shall still repeat. It's the same so it's five the same. words, just yeah. reordered. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I'd never seen that before. literally right before we recorded this. I'm like, this is the connection I was wanting to make. It reminds me of Jesus' pain it all. Yeah. Um, but other verses that are very important. Um, did you have Philippians 3, 14? Yeah, I can read that. Would just you read that? See. And I'll read 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27.
1: 3, 14?
0: Yeah, or okay. you can start before that if you want. Whatever you feel. Let's see. Mm.
1: Hmm. Yeah, we got to start at 12. Okay. I mean, it's just, good. Ah. Uh, it's one of my favorite passages in <laughs> so the New Testament. 12. Not that mm-hmm. I have already obtained this, mm-hmm. Paul says, or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Yes. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do forgetting what lies ahead and straining forward to what lies, what lies behind and straining yeah. forward to what lies ahead. Mm-hmm. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus.
0: Mm.
1: And then in 16, let us hold true to what we have attained.
0: Have attained. And then in first Corinthians, uh, nine 24 through 27 says, do you not know that all, that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain it. Mm. Now, this isn't Paul talking about work salvation. This is Mm. Paul talking about you're in the race. You've been placed in the race. You're set apart. You're saved, redeemed by Christ. So run in the race. Here we go. Back in 25. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly, I do not box as one beating the air. I love that, <laughs> but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So we t- we have this life that we have to steward. We race. We we run in such a way to win, win the mm-hmm. prize, looking to Jesus. The, your favorite your favorite yeah. your favorite verse, yeah. <laughs> Hebrews well, twelve. It's one of them. Yeah. It's one of them. Actually, yeah. But there is that that concept of we press on. We keep going. We keep yeah. going. Life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. We're going to the throne. That's a sure future reality, but we are still called to persevere
2: and, and follow Christ with every breath. This this, this last verse, it how it says all the glory evermore to Him, I can never think about um, Jesus receiving all the glory without thinking of actually one of my all-time favorite verses is Philippians 2. Um six and following, Mm -hmm. uh, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself up. And it goes through all of that, but it, it ends up saying, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. And we have that picture also in Revelation, where they say with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, mm-hmm. and then it says, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever, um, all the glory evermore to him. And we're, it, we're, it's not about us, it's about him, and we're all going to come to that, whether it's like Philippians 2 says, uh, whether it's in heaven or on earth or under the earth, we're all going to come to a place where all the glory is going to go to him right. regardless. And that gives
0: us under, but with what I was just talking about before yeah. you started, Christ is the one who gives us the grace, the power Absolutely. to run the race. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't say that earlier, but just hearing you th- that made me think of that again. When the race is complete, still I'm going to say it wasn't me. Yep. Yet not I. Christ got me here. The middle, the man in the middle cross said I could come. Like what you said, Dude. Rachel. Christ did it. Yet not I, but through Christ to me, guys. This this is one of the few songs that I've led in church. Where I don't know what my favorite verse is because all four of them, in my opinion, are so like there's parts like in verses that you thought maybe weren't your favorite verse. You hear that line, and but then you're like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> you don't know what to pick. Is At least I'm kind of that way um, about this song. Do you guys have a favorite? You said a favorite line. Do you have a favorite verse mm-hmm. out of all of these? I, I really don't know if I can pick a favorite verse. I don't each, have a favorite each verse besides just like so the good. whole song. Yep. You have one, Rachel. If you're going to be, can you can you be the opinion uh, one? Probably the
1: first one.
0: First verse. I think
1: it just encapsulates. It all. Like it just mm. those first two lines. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a comforting way to start a song. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: you're starting with what Christ has already done. I I think mm-hmm. I would have to go with the first one, even though. The other verses go into you know atonement, right, um, and then the future hope of what we have in eternity. I think I would still right. pick the first one mm-hmm. because um that gift of grace is Jesus and there's no more for heaven to give. I just I come back to that every time.
2: Mm-hmm. This yeah, song, the whole of yeah. it, um it, it just says everything. Um in fact <laughs> uh one of our area uh retired pastors, John Marshall, first time he ever heard this song. He was a little bit like he m- fumbled over his words for a little while, and he said, ba- he ended up saying, well, that just says it all. <laughs> <laughs> it just says everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, it does. It it it, it overwhelms does. us with the glory, power, and majesty of God, um, His power perfected in mm-hmm. our weakness, how the Holy Spirit's inside of us, how the resurrection from the dead and the hope that we have, it just says it all.
0: Yeah, yeah I... Today, I don't know, verse 3 sticks to me. I just love that, that hope of needing to hear, I'm free. <laughs> Jesus has overthrown the grave, just the re- remembering that Christ has, has defeated my sin, forgiven. Just hearing that is such a balm for me. I know my wife, she loves verse 2, the I labor in weakness and rejoicing for in my need his power is displayed. She loves that that line so it's hard i i love all all four verses that we didn't even talk about the music but hey it's good yeah well, we did. i approve we of the music. how, how many notes it had on the scale <laughs> we did talk about the, the range <laughs> yeah. um it does kind of that little it's not the somewhere of a rainbow octave leap but does yeah. the mm-hmm. i can sing
1: da-da-da. it's like that's yeah. the peak of it it's, i think it's such a comforting melody mm-hmm. too and like the re- repetitive but in a good way and a necessary way the notes um, the
0: melody fits the text like the so emphasis well, of the yes. text like in how you would say it well, so because well
1: because then it, it kind of settles down in the last part mm-hmm. and that's where you're resolving that it's Christ and not me and right. so it, it kind of sets it does. I know I'm not yeah. really mm-hmm. describing that very well but no, no, it, makes it makes takes us up
2: that, it oh, it oh how strange and divine right I can sing oh it's
1: mine mm-hmm.
2: and then it comes right back down yet not I but through Christ almost gives it like a Oh, yeah, a reminder thought, uh, talking to ourselves <laughs> mm-hmm. afterwards. Very good. Uh, yeah, not I, but in, through Christ. In
0: yeah, that's yeah, very good. I think you're right on with that's that. A good, that's a good thought. Well, guys, we talked a long time about this song, <laughs> but hey, yeah. it was worth it. such such a, such a oh, That was so good. A lot of fun. Thank you all for your thoughts. Listeners, thank you for joining. Hope this was an encouraging, edifying episode, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Sing the Word. If you're enjoying the content of this podcast, please subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast platform. Feel free to leave us a good rating, too. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and other platforms as well. If you've got songs, questions, or discussions you'd like for us to explore in future episodes, please email those to singtheword three sixteen at gmail.com. Again, that's seeing the word 316 at gmail.com. As we continue to improve and expand our platforms for this podcast, we'll be sure to keep you posted on things to come, Lord willing. Again, thank you for listening. Grace and peace.